another month has gone by. We are done with July. Like, here comes August, and somebody just shared a picture uh, that some of the shelves in Walmart are being stocked with Halloween decor. And I can guarantee if you went into Hobby Lobby, that's probably already happened. And they probably already almost have Christmas stuff up for sure Thanksgiving. I can guarantee it, which just means that fall is around the corner. Everyone's kids are getting ready to go back to school. Summer, we made it. <laughs> we, we made it, friend. We made it through summer. Some of you still have a few weeks left. My kiddos are going back to school very soon. And um, like within the next week or so, things are starting to shift. And I, I feel like we probably all just really started to grapple with the idea of, all right, this is life with all of our kids home and no school and all the play and all the fun and all the ice cream and all the sunburns and all the sleepovers and all the things, right? Uh, although we don't really get sunburns. We are in Arizona, but we don't really get sunburns. My family doesn't burn. Well, Blaine burns, but the rest of us don't burn that easy. But I just am like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe that July is over and we are about to transition into all things fall here very, very soon. July was a jam-packed month for me. August and September and October and November are going to ramp up even more. And so I think that this is an amazing time for us to stop and look at what do we have going on? What just happened? What did July look like? How did we reach our goals? How are we going to prepare ourselves to propel into August, which is really the sounding board for some of the busiest months of the entire year. And it's also the sounding board and the launch pad, right, for everything that we're going to do to wrap up our year. Okay, so we are about to swing into the last couple months of this quarter. And I want us to make sure that not only myself, but you are, are going to go into August really, really strong. So grab a pen and paper. We're going to dive into some things. I want you to follow along with me, digest what your month has looked like and all of the major pillars of your life. I can't wait to share what it's been, what's been going on for me over here in my little neck of the woods. So let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. We have a lot of new friends here on the podcast, which hello, if this is the first one of these episodes that you're listening to, this is my monthly real life recap. I started these back in January. You can go back and search every single one of them. Um, you'll see that it that it's titled monthly real life recap or how did I reach my goals in January, February, March, April, May, June, and now here's July, <laughs> which is really, really fun. Uh, it is so hard to believe that this is number seven 
like, oh my goodness, I, I probably need to like count math on my fingers. I feel like I'm second guessing myself that we have just completed seven months of this year. I don't even know what is happening. I do know logically speaking that there's 12 months in a year and half of that is six. So we're more than halfway done. <laughs> and this is just what happens. Like the end of the year always flies by and it's, it's such a trip because in Arizona, it's like, it's so warm. It's so hot. And so like the shifting of the seasons is very, very, very subtle. But we look for things in the air, like real late at night or real early in the morning, the coolness really shifts and the heat's not there. In the summertime, it's hot like all the time. But for us, when the seasons start to shift, you can kind of feel it like in the air. And I know you can like in other states too, but it really is just such a drastic difference for us. I'll never forget the first time I went back to Ohio and it was like super cold during the day. I was like waiting for it to be like the Arctic tundra at night. And it was, it was the same. I was like, what is happening? Why is there not a 30, 40 degree temperature drop at nighttime because that's what happens in Arizona it'll be like 70 during the day and it'll be like you know 42 at night or 75 or 80 during the day and it'll be like 50 at night and so we have like drastic highs and lows um that's kind of like our fall and our winter and sometimes even our spring right um so I'm just looking forward to that and as I was sitting here doing all these notes for this episode I was like oh my goodness we're totally about to shift into a new season and I want to be prepared and the way that I do that is by sitting down and looking over everything that has happened in the last month I liked to make sure that I am tracking where I'm at and all of the main pillars in my life, which are motherhood, my home, my business, and my marriage. And I have a really awesome, straightforward way of doing that. If you want to see what this pattern has looked like for me over the past year, you can just pop back and, and listen to any of them. Or you can just listen to how last month went and compare it to how this month went. Here's how we break this down. I am just, I always just start out with, overall, right? Like if I look at this and I say overall, did I reach my goals in July? And I would say yes. It's not like a resounding yes. May like blew me out of the water. This month was, well, I say May blew me out of the water, but actually May was a really hard month. I don't know. I don't know who's kidding who. Month May was crazy. You should go back and listen to that one because that was crazy town actually. I think, I, I think my mind has fooled me and tried to replace all the things that happened in May with just like the best month that my business has had to date. <laughs> I think that's what just came out of my mouth. But, you know, there's been some months where it's just like, oh my gosh, yeah, I like killed it in every single area. Yes. And this month I did really, I did really well Con- considering all things, which we're going to, I'm going to break this down. But I do. I think that July was a really good month. July is always a big celebratory month for my family. My birthday's in July. The month that Blaine and I started dating is in July. And that is very special to me. That was like a big turning point in my life when him and I started dating. I knew from like literally, I literally knew. I was sitting in the driveway uh, of my best friend's house. We were both in my car on my birthday after we had we went out to dinner for my birthday and I was going to go get breakfast with Blaine the next day. And I was like, there's something different about this. Like I just kind of 
instinctually knew from word go, even though I didn't know, but like I just had a feeling. Anyway, so it was, I always like to celebrate that week. We typically do our marriage retreat in July, which we didn't. We did it earlier in the month. I mean, in the year we did it in May. Um, And then the 4th of July, which is huge. It's my favorite holiday. I love the 4th of July, even though we did nothing this year. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. I kind of give myself a lot of grace. We vacation in July. And so a lot of things happen outside of the ordinary that take me out of my normal routines. But that is why I have systems, right? To keep me functioning and flowing. And that's what we're going to break down. So we're going to jump into my motherhood, my house, my marriage, and then my business. So let's talk about motherhood. When you sit down and you look at what is going on in the past month in your motherhood, I know you want to do your very best work in every area of your life. And so do I. And to be able to do that, I don't want to feel like a crazy person. And there's some of you are, well, we're all on different parts of that pendulum on that, on that spectrum, right? Depending on what we have going on in our life. And my goal for doing these monthly real life recaps is to let you know that you don't have to constantly be spent, be swinging from one side of the pendulum to the other. You honestly can get systems in your life to help maintain the swing so that it is not so far wide reaching from left to right. You don't have to have the highs and the lows I did have some highs and I did have some lows in July, but they're not so extreme that I can't pick myself up when I'm down in the lows and and I don't beat myself up for, oh my gosh, I did this amazing thing and I'm never going to be able to do that again and what's wrong with me, right? So I don't cycle through those those emotions like that, (laughs) even though I do cycle through emotions, (laughs) let's all be real. But I do feel like I have a really, really good understanding and grasp on what it needs to do to be able to maintain the level of production as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, and in my home that I want to be doing on a regular basis. So let's dive into this. Let's look at what July looked like for me. And we're going to start with my motherhood. This has been a really fun journey for me. Um, uh, Just has been fun. As you all know, when you are working, whether you're inside the home or outside of the home, I worked outside of the home. Um, I was the sole income earner for a long time and was a single mom with Frankie Joe. And then whenever I met Blaine, I didn't have to work as much, but I was still working outside of the home. And um, now I'm working inside the home, right? And I've always kept my hours since I've been married to Blaine, somewhere between 15 and 20 hours a week. I like that number. Uh, I still get to be with my kids, but running a business from home that many hours a week, especially during summertime or when they're really young and they're at home all the time, right? It's very, very challenging. And so here's what has happened in my motherhood as far as my goals are concerned. I've done a really good job. I'm pretty proud of myself and I would say that I'm that I'm doing great. I'm really absorbing every day for what it is with my girls and I'm, I'm keeping up with this notion in my mind, like the vision of the mother that I want to be, that's like my goal, right? And so I don't just say, oh yeah, I want to be that woman and that's it. I actually have like goals that are written down each month. And I, I, I do that right here on the podcast. Like this is part of my journaling process. And then I just opened it up on the podcast because I want you to hear 
how I do this so that you can see how to do it too. So when I look at every single one of these pillars in my life, I just ask myself, what what is it that's lacking? What is it that we're excelling at? And the things that I'm excelling at, I use that to tell me and to teach me what I need to do in order to pull the areas that I'm not excelling at where I'm really lacking in my motherhood to change and bring that up, right? So some of the things that I do really well, just instinctually by the nature of who I am with my girls is their their nighttime routine. Like I am really plugged into them every single night. It's the songs that my mother used to sing to me, I sing to my girls and a few new ones. <laughs> um, I read books to them. I give them hugs. I pour into them. We say prayers. Um, it's I really give my kids the time and attention that they need. I'd never bring my phone with me to their bedrooms. And we I spend quality time with them. A lot of that was derived from the fact that I, I sleep trained them. And I wanted them to know that this is a safe place for them. I wanted them to associate their rooms in the evening time with love and with with security and confidence. And it just really became a part of me, that nighttime routine. And so when I look at why, what is going wrong in other parts of the day when I don't feel as connected to my kids... Most of the time it's because of my phone. And so that's one thing lately that I have kind of slacked on. My phone's not been in the phone basket as often as it should be. And so that is the one boundary I would say in July that I didn't do as well. I'm not on my phone all day long. I'm on my, I've been, here's, here's what it is. I've been mixing work hours with, with kid hours too much And so I've been on my phone with my kids around more than I want to. And so when I break that down and I look at, okay, that's the one thing that I don't think that I've been doing that well at in my motherhood in the month of July, I would definitely say it's because of how out of sorts and out of ordinary our schedule has been. We went on vacation and so I was scrapping hours wherever I could. Bailey got sick and so a lot of me working when Bailey was sick, was literally right next to her on the couch the entire time. And what what a blessing that I did not have to leave my house and go to work and find someone else to take care of my kid because I had to do that. I've had to be there. I've had to figure out, am I going to get fired and take time off of work? And I've had to do that. You know, I have definitely been there. And so when I just wanted to be the stay-at-home mom, but I knew that I had work to do, I felt a little bit of guilt when Bailey was sick and Blaine was here and he helped out. And so I'd be able to scoot off into my bedroom for two hours. Maybe I worked early in the morning. I worked late at night, but I also had to really take care of myself because I was up all hours of the night with her. And so I needed to sleep when I could. And it was just a lot of making sure that I was meeting my basic human needs of eating and sleeping and getting enough water and then being there for her the whole entire time. And so I would bring my phone to the couch while we were sitting and watching a movie, which I technically don't do on most days. And um, same with my laptop. Sometimes I would sit and I would crunch some numbers and I would do things while she was there on the couch. And I really am the mom that 
I'm a diehard, like I work in my work block and I'm with my kids all other times. And that kind of got mixed up. And I think that that's why I'm feeling this feeling of being in front of both my work and my kids at the same time. But other than that, I really want to say that the routines that we have upheld, the systems that I have in place for my motherhood when Bailey got sick, when we had all those celebratory things that we talked about, when we went on vacation that allowed me to be able to be the mom that I want to be, our nighttime routines were through and through no matter what. Like on vacation, we still did the same thing. My girls got ready for bed the exact same way that they did. We brought our little okay to wake clock for Bailey, the sound machine. I sang the same songs. We had the books. Frankie got tucked in with prayers, a couple scratches, like back scratches. Like we did the same things. And that was a place for me to be able to connect with my kids. The other thing in my motherhood that I was able to do routinely was food. Whenever I nourish my kids with good food, it makes me feel like a super mom. (laughs) I love it. It really does make me feel good about what I'm doing for and to my children. And so I pour into my kids that way. I make sure that they have healthy snacks and, um, and healthy meals. And I was able to do that throughout vacation. And so those are, those are the routines and the systems that I have in place just as far as my motherhood is concerned. Obviously, my time blocking is a huge system that allows me to pour into my motherhood the way that I want to. And vacation time blocks were out the window. Uh, While Bailey was sick, time blocks were out the window for the most part, you know. Um, And then whenever we have been home, my work block has been my work block. And we've lightly been able to uphold that for the most part and my kids are super used to what that looks like mom has work block then whenever she's done then she plays with us she pours into us that kind of thing so let's move on to um my house (laughs) so let's talk about I'm laughing because this is always the one this is like my hardest one um have I reached my goals in my home this month um yes and no. And here's why. My dishes have been a bear. Um, There's a system that we have in place and I have a podcast episode. If you want to go and listen to it, I think it's labeled dishes, uh, laundry dishes, toilets, and and more, something like that. Um, And I have an incredible system to make sure that you never have dirty dishes in your sink, but I'm like the only one that hits the the start button on that system and I have not been doing that because I have had an an intense month in my business and the vacations and all the things right so when it comes to making sure that the dishwasher is unloaded in the morning so dirty dishes can go into the sink every single day that's not been happening (laughs) and so it Blaine's go-to is to take a dish and to put it in the sink even though it's rinsed out, instead of just putting it in the dishwasher or putting it, like literally just using the scrubber brush that's right there. Like it's literally right there. The soap is right there. I have made it as easy as possible. He was single for a really, really long time. He lived by himself. It was very easy just to put a coffee cup in a dish and a plate in the dish. And that's all that happened. Well, magic happens in this house. When you put a plate in the dish or a plate in the sink or a dish in the sink of any kind, like his coffee mug, guess what happens? It's like, and then the whole sink is full because it sets off a chain reaction. If one person sees a dirty dish in the sink, everyone just assumes that that's where they go. 
that there's no room on the dry rack or there's no room in the dishwasher or the dishwasher's clean or whatever. And so everybody just starts putting everything there. And so we just keep having dishes on the sink, in the sink and on the counter. And it drives me batty. And Blaine's like, oh, I'll do the dishes. He loves doing the dishes. And I'm like, no, we'll do them together because it's everybody's fault, right? Uh, and so it's just been, that has been the thing. And so that's why I'm laughing. But everything else, my system for laundry is really killing it, you guys. It's been months at this point that I've kept up with my laundry. I do not have laundry, clean laundry, or dirty laundry backed up anywhere of mine. Or my girls, Blaine does his own, but he does great. Like I'm sitting in the closet and his laundry hamper is not spilling over. He's got a clean basket out there and he always puts it away same day every single time. He's way better at it than me. So we don't even need to talk about that. Um, That has been going fantastic. And then the other system that we have in our house in order to be able to keep it clean is the cleaning, um, my zone cleaning, and it's deep cleaning your house on rotation. That was going really well until we went on vacation. Obviously, when we went on vacation, we didn't, we weren't home. And so we didn't do it. And I didn't double up before we went on vacation because Bailey got sick. I had everything completely timed out and laid out. Blaine and I When we come home from vacation, it's always hard. And there's so many of you inside of my Facebook group right now that are talking about how hard this is. And here's why. You don't prepare for your time off in your house and in your motherhood and in your marriage and in your business before you go on vacation. And it's not like a a traditional job where whenever you leave, somebody else picks up the slack. You have to just come back to all the things that you didn't do. And so in order for us to not associate negative emotions and the negative backlash that happens when you come home from vacation and it feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. We want to be able to come home from vacation and and have a really good, lighthearted, fun experience. We come home to a clean house. I come home to an easy workflow. All those kinds of things are prepared for us. Blaine and I decided because that's what had been happening for years and there's no reason for that. There really is no reason for it. Vacation should be a fun time. It should be something that we're excited to come home to a clean house. We should be excited to be able to come home and recharge because vacation's hard with kids. (laughs) It's not a vacation at all. Um, And so we took time off before we went on vacation to do that. And Bailey got sick, like puking for days on end. And so it just, Blaine and I were like, all right, then I guess we're going to do vacation. Like we always do it where we were packing two days before the house is not clean. Nothing's prepared for us when we come home awesome. Super cool. Like I know exactly what we need to do to be able to avoid the train wreck that it is when you come home from vacation and we tried and it didn't happen and it's okay. It's, it's really okay. All that means is that we, our house right now just has a little bit of, um, doubling up that we need to do next week. Well, and actually we'll probably get to it this weekend. So we'll zip through our zone cleaning, get us back to ground zero is what I like to call it. And then we'll just start fresh. And it's a really good time actually, because we're going into a new month where we start out with zone one in week one of the month. And so it's like, it's really not a big deal. The girls' rooms have stayed kept up. Um, We went school clothes shopping, so I do have a little bit. I purged everything. I laid out all their outfits, which I'm going to do a podcast episode on that because it's really fun. How to get prepared for the new clothes that come into your house. Um, And so I have all of that. I've got a couple of things that I need to return. But other than that, we're doing really, really good in our house. Um, And so I'd say, yeah, 
we did a pretty good job. <laughs> okay, let's bump into my marriage. Now, all of the things that we just talked about, you know where my month has been. I've gone through it now. So take all of that into consideration and think about what that does to a marriage. What would it do to your marriage, right? If you had a really heavy, hard month in your business, you had a sick kiddo, you went on vacation, you had like some celebratory things happen at the beginning of the month, right? Like a lot of things have just been going on. Well, typically what that does to me and Blaine is it makes us completely out of sorts. It makes it really hard for us to connect. It makes our communication all over the place. And I saw this pattern happening early on in our marriage and I decided to create systems for it. These are the systems that I put inside of tier four inside of the academy. So if these systems sound like something that you want and you want to know how to apply them, please go get inside of the academy. It is an incredible place. We've got a lot of women actually right now jumping into tier four and we have a huge heap of women that are moving through tier three and will be moving into tier four soon. And um, I would love to have you be a part of that experience. You can go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy to get more details on how to join. So this is what we've been doing. I would say, yes, we've reached our goals in marriage, but we would be lost without our communication systems. <laughs> we really are just kind of hanging on by a thread with a big smile on my face. <laughs> um, and that's okay. That happens. I think that's the reality of marriage. Blaine and I have a fantastic marriage and we work really, really hard to keep our faith as the cornerstone of how we operate in our home. And that is never easy. It's not easy for you. It's not easy for us. But what I do know is that we have been working extremely hard on our communication as a couple so that we are not operating in silos. And it is just in me. As soon as I feel like we are starting to drift and he wants to go operate in his silo and I want to go operate in mine where we're just like ships passing in the wind and operating as roommates, basically this real like gut visceral reaction happens in my soul down into my bones. And I'm like, abort, abort. And all the sirens start going off and I get really alarmed. And that is how we maintain communication systems in this house because I always have my finger on that like like always I'm just super sensitive to it and so we've been keeping up on our communication systems if you guys are inside of my Facebook group you saw me share that I brought my um, paper planner with for this week and we did our calendar in the car <laughs> like I just was like we are not going to have the classic like everything goes down with the ship and everything is burning after we get home from vacation because we just threw ourselves into everything you know you know how that goes <laughs> so regardless of the fact that we have had very little downtime together and and have been operating more in just the day to day have to get things done and just instead of absorbing life, right, we've just been doing life. That's kind of what I liked to say often is, hey, we're just like doing life right now. We're not actually absorbing it. We're not actually taking the time to really be in, in love, like the act of loving one another. We're just trying to get a bunch of stuff done. Even though that's been happening, we have stuck to our fundamental needs. Because Blaine and I did our fundamental needs together, it's something that not only upholds 
my self-care and his self-care, but it also upholds our marriage together because we did those things together. And so we've been able to carve out date nights. We're still doing our very, very best to make sure that every single night we do our daily download with each other, which is another one of our communication systems. And inside of that, it also includes a little parent powwow. Blaine and I love to put fun names on things because it makes it more fun. And that is our mission in life is to be a fun-filled couple and just so that we can be inspiring to others and so that we can have joy in our home and how we raise our children and to the community around us. But it also, having those fun little names on things, it also helps us to remember what it is that we're supposed to be doing and why we're doing it. So we have these communication systems that we do daily, and one of them is a daily download at the end of the day, and this little parent power where Blaine and I, one of the things that we're working on in our marriage is to be a united front as parents. And in order to do that, we have to not undermine each other. We have to encourage the way that one another are parenting. This is something that we came away from our marriage retreat knowing was a really big obstacle for us. And the parent powwow is the way that we are choosing to really keep in tune with that goal and make sure that we are working towards it. And I would say that we absolutely have been doing that. Now, the where we're at right now with what the month has been like is obviously not like, yeah, we're killing it. This was like the best month we've had had in our marriage. And it's not always about that. It's it's actually never going to be about that. It's always going to be about whether or not you're doing your best work and we are doing our best work. And sometimes your best work doesn't get you to this lofty goal. That's not always what it's about, which we are going to talk about next when we get to the business. It's such a beautiful segue. I don't even plan that, you guys. It just happens. (laughs) But because Blaine and I have been really trying hard to keep our grade eight together, which is our fundamental needs, and um, also our communication systems, we've been able to say that we really are doing our very best. Now, let's talk about business. Let's talk about being moms trying to grow a business and what and wives, right? And what in the world this looks like, because it is a lot. It really is a lot. And what I learned wholeheartedly, what I took away from July is these big lofty goals that we set and that I have set for myself. I may not have hit the numeric that I wanted in July, even though I think I am going to hit it. I think we're almost to the last day (laughs) down to the wire. But I do think that I am going to hit it. But even though like there was a week where I was like, no, you know, because of because of expectations that I put on myself and you do this too, you put these ideas in your head of what it's supposed to look like. And and what my I'm in a in a group of mastermind other ladies that run businesses, incredible women, absolutely incredible women. If you're not part of a group of really driven women that are doing the same thing as you that want to pour into their homes, into their their motherhood and their marriages and their businesses and they want to pull you up with them and you want to pour into them and they want to pour into you if you're not a part of a group like that, you need to be. It has just been such a game changer for me. Like it has literally changed everything. The reason why I'm able to keep myself together, I just told him yesterday, I was like, I would be lost without you guys. Truly, motherhood is lonely. Entrepreneurship is lonely. Like you're literally alone 
and you work from home, you're isolated all the time without this group of women. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like it just is such a game changer. And so what I've learned from them is that it's not just about this very moment. It isn't just about July. Yes, July is going to help me with the overall, but literally May was so incredible that it's going to carry me carry me through multiple months, you know, and there's more of those to come. And you have to believe that and you have to know that if you are showing up and you're doing your very best work and you're not just focusing on the granule, but you're looking at the big grand picture, that it's oh. Okay, that you didn't say, yeah, I knocked my goal out of the park, which is what I'm always striving for, you know, but the reality is, is that that's not going to happen. So is July my best month ever in my business? I don't even know that I could say no because of the things that I've learned. What are we even looking at when we say that? What truly are you looking at? What am I looking at to be able to say that? Well, I upheld my workflow like a boss this month. Like this is probably the best month I've ever had in my workflows ever. Like, oh, it was just so good. So proud of myself. Like I really did do incredible work. Well, when I look at why, why did that happen? I dialed that baby in and I showed up for myself. I showed up for my job. I showed up for my passion. I showed up for my calling in my business. I was there for it over and over and over again, even when it felt yucky, even when it felt scary, even when I didn't really want to do the thing, when I didn't want to send the email, when I didn't want to voice message the person and ask them for the thing. Like I did it. I did it over and over and over again, even though I was terrified. So wow, I really did knock it out of the park in that regard. And this is what I'm saying. This is why it is so unbelievably vital for you to sit down and do this with yourself in your home, in your marriage, in your business, all the things in your motherhood. Like you have to do this because what am I finding right now just by going through this with you? I'm realizing that my gut reaction, what I wanted to do with my emotions, the cyclical thoughts that are happening in my brain because I'm obsessing over one teeny tiny metric that I didn't hit are completely trying to derail me from the absolute joy and from the immense growth that I had as a business owner this month. I'm about to hire somebody like like a huge step in my business. I have gone through the back end of my business like a boss. Let's just say that literally the SOPs like when I go to onboard this person, you guys, it is just straightforward. It's clean cut. I know exactly what to do. The spreadsheets, the links, the everything, it's all there. It's laid out. I had to do some hard work to make that happen. That's like double thumbs up. So as I go through all of this and I look at like, obviously you can tell by my voice, I'm like super fired up because this is what you need to be looking at in all of these areas. In every single one of these areas, I very easily could have said, Blaine and I had some hard times. Our marriage sucked this month. I was on my phone too much with my kids. I was a terrible mom and we ate out at Chick-fil-A probably 14 times. Not really, but more than I wanted. Like I could very easily say that, uh, I had dirty dishes. My kitchen's been dirty every single day. Well, yeah, it's very easy to look at all of those things in every area of your life and poo-poo yourself, but that's not the point. That is not the point. What are you doing well? What systems do you need in order to make those little teeny tiny nuances that didn't work, work as well as all of the other things that are working? And if, if you're the woman that's listening to this podcast right now and you cannot find a single thing that you're proud of, 
that you did well, that's okay. You're listening to this podcast and there is hope. This episode should tell you that there is hope. Download the Fundamental Needs Workbook. I can teach you how to do all of it for free on my website, chelseajoe.co. Go to the very top. It says free. Click on it. There's three incredible free resources for you there that will literally teach you exactly how to do everything that I just did. There's a time blocking roadmap. There's a free one hour training on my website, chelseajoe.co backslash (laughs) nothing. There's no backslash. Just click on the thing that says free at the top. (laughs) Download all three of them. There's two workbooks, one workshop. Get them into your life right now. What you want to have on the other side of this episode is possible. All it takes is for you to say, I'm done. I'm starting today. I'm downloading the things. I'm joining the Facebook group. I'm introducing myself. I'm saying hello. And I'm asking for an accountability partner. I want to do this. I believe in myself. I know that these dreams were put in me for a reason. I know that I can take care of myself better. I can take care of my kids better. I can take care of my home better. I feel it. I breathe it. I sleep it. I'm dreaming it. I know I can do it. And this is the community for you. I believe that with all of my heart. I don't even believe it. I know it now. I know it because there's hundreds of women that are proving it. Hundreds of women that are proving it in the free community. We have, we are literally like about to over this weekend are going to tip over into our second phase of a hundred women. So we're moving into the into the 200s, right? Like we're, we're reaching into 200 women into the Systemize Your Life Academy. It was my goal to get 100 women in this year and we are just about to do it. And then we are going to really just start marching forwards to getting 200 women inside of the academy. And all of those women are showing me and they're showing you that it is absolutely possible to get your life together. <laughs> as they say, to be able to know that everything that you see yourself as is not by chance. It is absolutely on purpose. The marriage that you envision, the house that you want to live in, the way that it looks, the way that it feels, the way that it smells, the way that it operates, the business, the creative outlet, whatever it is that you see for yourself, it's not there by chance. And these are the tools that you can pick up and that you can use in order to get yourself there, just like I'm doing. I'm just here sharing them with you because it's working for me and it's working for other moms and I want it to work for you too. Okay, that is all I have for you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me while I sit here behind my mic. I know so many of you are already over inside of the Facebook group, but if you're not, please go over there. It's an incredible, and it's an incredible group. That's all I'm going to say. So I will look forward to seeing you over there until next time when I pop in your earbuds. We are going to have an incredible lineup of really, really, really fun things coming your way in August. I'm super excited. Like you're really going to want to stick around. So stay tuned and stay plugged in. Until next time, I'll see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go... If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. 
What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.